On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, Representative Anna Eskimani fills in for Brendan, and we are at Ethos Vegan Kitchen in Winter Park. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker, and uh, right about now is when Brendan says, "I'm Brendan O'Connor, uh, editor of Bungalore.com." But Brendan is actually out of town this week. This is like the first time Brendan has ever gone on vacation in 141 episodes, and he's actually over in St. Pete. So I say vacation, but he's working, and so I actually have somebody who is better. Than Brendan O'Connor. I have somebody more important than Brendan O'Connor. I have House Rep. Wait, oh, I already messed it up here. <laughs> Representative Anna Eskamani. Hello. <laughs> it's great to be here with you, John. I'm super excited. But Brendan does leave very big shoes to fill. There, he's a big man, shoes. so he has big <laughs> shoes. <laughs> so I'm going to try to do my best, but I'm super excited to be with you today. I was going to say House. District 47 is what I meant to say. Well, we're proud to be in it right now. We're at Ethos. We are. And we so are at Ethos right Vegan Kitchen. Right outside Rollins and uh, in Winter Park. Um, I just got back from Tallahassee, actually. Oh, so it's really right. good to be back home in the district. Yeah, I'm sure it's always good to be back in Orlando compared to Tallahassee. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. I say that, but I've actually never been to Tallahassee. <laughs> you got to come. You got to really? come. Yeah, advocate for issues and... I mean, Tallahassee has its charm, but there's nothing like Orlando. Why do I need to go there when you come here to me? Amen. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, but Proud first of all, I, before we get too far, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to, to be my co-host this week. And uh, <laughs> I really appreciate it. I know you're a busy woman. You're, you're up in Tallahassee. You got something after our recording that we're doing tonight. So I really appreciate you being here. And thanks for the invitation. So let's, as, let's start talking. As Anna said, we, we are here at Ethos Vegan Kitchen. Uh, if you've never been, it, it's here in Winter park it's right by rollins college and just like the title in the name of the restaurant uh, indicates it is a all vegan restaurant did you know john that i'm a lifelong vegetarian now really vegan? really yeah okay i, I did not I know made that the jump i actually i actually figured that so <laughs> i say that because i spoke with my wife today and i was like oh we're going to ethos and she's like oh is on a vegetarian i'm like i don't know <laughs> But it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, this actually, I remember Ethos when it used to be a little hole in the wall, uh, Ivanhoe Village. It's true. I, I was going to say, uh, before I say that, I want to say if this is the first time you've ever listened to Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all things Orlando. We talk about mostly downtown Orlando and the surrounding bungalow neighborhoods. And if you miss any of our episodes, you can go to iTunes, you can go to Google Play. And if you like to read, who doesn't, you can mm -hmm. go to bungalow.com and see all the stories that we're going to talk about. And uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all those things. But like, like Anna had mentioned, uh, yeah, one of the first restaurants that I came to when I moved here to Orlando was the no original way. Ethos. Yes. That's amazing. So my first experience with the original Ethos was actually a date um, that turned out to be a really unhealthy relationship for oh. about seven months. <laughs> oh, no. So you have <laughs> a bad taste in your, your mouth. No, no. I, <laughs> I reclaimed it. I All reclaimed right. it. But I remember, I always remember that, that first moment. <laughs> um, and, you know, and I'm so grateful that uh, 
uh, that that Ethos has expanded. That yeah, it was a tiny place. It's it where was. The, it's where the Hammer Lamb is now. Correct. Correct. And, so and they've you, just redone the space. And they're supposed to open a diner way. over there. That's right. But they're taking their time on that one. And Jason Lambert, the owner of Hammer Lamb, is actually receiving an award from Equality Florida. Oh, all right. All yeah, right. he's uh, receiving their. Equality means business award, and so he's such a champion on so many issues. I'm hoping that that diner opens soon because it's supposed to be a late night diner, mm. maybe 24 hours, but maybe just late night. Because I talk about this a lot on Bungalow and the Bus that I yeah. don't think there's enough late night places in I Orlando. I agree. Nothing that's um, like local, right? You might have yeah. a Denny's or like an IHOP. Yeah, and Taco Chinas stays open late, true, and, true. and uh, Gringos Locos, Lazy Moon all can those be a places. Bit late. Yeah, but I still think there needs to be somewhere like if you want to get like a and I don't say this in a bad way, but like yeah. a decent meal, like a like a sit down meal. And yeah. Like I said, I love Taco Chino, I love Lazy Moon, I love Gringos Locos, but like definitely, they're they're good at two in the morning after yeah. you've had a few drinks. But yeah. sometimes you get off, and I've said this a bunch. Like if you fly in from New York and and it's definitely. ten o'clock at night and you're kind of hungry and you yeah. want to get home, where do you go? Yeah, where do you go? There's, totally. there's just not a ton of totally. those like local places. Well, I'm thinking too, but how the changing demographic in downtown Orlando, we have. UCF students that yes. are not 21 years old who can't drink. True. Like these are students who need alternatives. That's right? true. They and they need, don't drink before 21. I would hope not. <laughs> As a lawmaker, yeah. I know the law. <laughs> so so let's let's talk about uh, the things that Brendan and I normally talk about. Usually he does all the work. I, I told you this before we started uh, started our recording here that generally Brendan is the one who does all of the work <laughs> and then I show up. And just sort of talk. Mm -hmm. And this week, because he's off uh, in St. Pete, I had to do all the work did some beforehand. So, I, so homework is basically copying and, <laughs> and cutting and pasting <laughs> everything he does during the week and, and put it in some you, uh, documents. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're very happy that Brendan uh, does all the work and then I just uh, get to cut and paste. But all right. So here we go. We're going to start with some good news. We have a few... Not so great things going on, Yikes. but I like to start off on on, uh, on a good news story, Absolutely. which is there's a new brewery coming in town to where the old Panera Bread space was right on Lake Eola. It's mm -hmm. called Persimmon Hollow Brewing Company. Are you familiar with this place? I am. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember all of the um, you know feedback when that Panera Bread was closing because it was so conveniently located. Yeah. Um, and I believe one reason why it was closing is because it didn't have a drive-through. Supposedly that's the story, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. No, I mean, I, I get it if you're going to run a business, but like every time I would go in that Panera, it was busy. Always busy. And yeah. I do think that if we want to be more uh, pedestrian friendly, we need less drive-throughs and so, more uh, opportunities to walk up to storefronts yeah, and yeah. engage in that way. It, it so yeah, like it, was, it was sad when it closed, but I think this is exciting. I think a brewery is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And so this Persimmon Hollow, if you're not familiar, I, I'm pretty sure they're based in Volusia. They're either DeLand or DeBerry. I can never remember, but somewhere up there. And the, they make great beer because I've had their beer before at the beer fest that they do in Sanford. Oh, nice. And it's a local place. When I say local, at least Central, Central Florida-ish. Florida. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they're supposed to open this tap room sometime later this year. I'm not exactly sure when. And I don't know if they've announced exactly the date, but it's going to be a little bit. But That's exciting. The space is kind of there. It's 4,800 square feet. If you're not familiar, like I said, it's right by Lake Eola. It's, if you look up, it's the EO Inn, mm -hmm. which is a, a kind of, it's not a bed and breakfast. It's like a boutique hotel. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's a great spot. I, they're going to have to do some, some renovations because it, yeah. it wasn't a brewery before. Yeah, definitely. But definitely. Uh, when you think about Lake Eola as well, 
it's somewhere that you can, you know, you can go and hang out now. A lot of good foot traffic. Yeah. yeah. And I do hope, you know, it, I one thing about the Panera Bread, it was such a good space to have quick meetings. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, you're right. I, I hope it kind of creates that environment too, you know, if, whether it's the nine to five meeting or something after work hours, you know, space where folks feel comfortable, not too loud. You know, I think that sometimes uh, some of our, our local breweries, you know, it's a place to relax, but not necessarily a place to actually talk shop. So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you have a little bit, a little bit of both. And there's not, I mean, there's a few bars around Lake Eola. There's the Relax Grill, yes, and there's a, there's right. a few others on the other side. World but of Beer, I think, yeah, is Yeah, World there. of Beer is yeah. right there, but there's no breweries. And so, so to true. have more breweries, I think, is a good thing. I mean, some people might argue that, you know, are we getting to the point where there's too many breweries, mm. which I don't, I don't believe there's such thing. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and I think many folks that, you know, love breweries, they love going and sampling, and, and it offers opportunities to you know, work together to, to do those type of uh, pub crawls. And so I think the more the merrier. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not exactly sure when the opening date is, but uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about it more um, because there's, there's just, like I said, there's all these new breweries. There's another one not too far that's opening as well, uh, Motorworks Brewing, oh, cool. which is where Orange County Brewers used to be. So they closed. They were on Orange Avenue, and uh, they're based in Bradenton, I think. Okay. So they're okay. opening another space right here in Orlando. So I don't know. We're just getting all kinds of these and really we have cool the brewery breweries. That's on, off the Milk District. That's been really popular. Uh, yeah, uh, I haven't been there yet. We did a show outside there the other day. Oh, did you? And uh, Sideward Brewing. Sideward, it's called. that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So Brendan and I were there a few weeks ago, but we we were outside on the bench out there because <laughs> it was too loud that day. But oh, got it, it. that's supposed to be a really good spot. There's a there's just a bunch and so I'm, yeah. I'm excited for all these different breweries i'm waiting for a brewery to open that makes a lot of that makes good food mm -hmm. which you don't see a lot true right now it's just like true beer. true yeah and again like with changing demographics like you want to have something for everyone yeah right yeah. so that it can be an environment where folks of age and folks not of age can still participate and enjoy the cultural atmosphere that some that our local businesses add and so I think that would be important. And, you know, I, I totally forgot. I did a terrible job hosting here. <laughs> Anna, you should explain exactly where you represent. Oh, and, sure. Yeah, I, I should have explained that at the beginning. Sure, I'd love to. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, our district is home to many breweries. So um, to District 47, for those who don't know, we actually uh, stretch from Semron on the east side to I-4 on the west. We go down at Belle Isle. Okay. And all the way up to Winter Park. Um, so it's a very long district. And what it means to be a state house representative basically is that I, I serve you in Tallahassee. So I'm not your member of Congress. Um, for most of us locally, that would be Stephanie Murphy. Um, but instead, you send me to Tallahassee to fight at a state level. So we're talking about um, the state budget, which this past year was $91 billion with a B. Mm -hmm. And this determines funding for teachers. Uh, this determines public transportation options. It determines uh, environmental protection measures. Um, healthcare, Department of Health is all funded by the state. So um, social issues we care about, whether it's equality or access to reproductive health, um, those are all issues that we talk about in Tallahassee that we debate on. This past week, you know, I went from talking about issues around elder affairs to abortion access to uh, veterans. I mean, it's... It's everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so really, really proud to do this work. But, um, you know, for folks that are not sure, you know, what a state house rep means, that's, 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 the, that's the gist of it. Um, of course, we also do constituent services. So we have a team here locally. Um, our office is off Concord Street. So we're in the Lake Yola Heights area. All right. And we get 
we get so many constituent um, questions, suggestions, um, uh, needs. So we're consistently, constantly just trying to connect the dots and provide folks with support on whatever issue they're facing. All right. So in the next half, I'm going to ask you some more questions about okay. about the district. But okay. let's, let's keep moving here. So, let's keep doing it. So we're going to stay kind of in that neighborhood. Uh, Felipe Rodriguez Tequila House. Mm. If you liked it. I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. It's closed down. This was the restaurant that's in Thornton Park or was in Thornton Park. It took over the space that was left vacant by Graffiti Junction, uh-huh. which was also left vacant by another place called. Um, uh, it, it was. It was like the the truck stop. That that wasn't there very oh, long. Oh yeah, that's right. And so Graffiti Junction was there. Closed down. Truck stop closed down. This place opened. It was. It was kind of a taco Tex-Mex mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if it's because there's just so many taco places. I don't yeah. know if that's just a tough location. Had you ever been there? So I haven't been there, um, but I do live in Thornton Park, so I'd walk by a lot. Okay, so it's um, your fault. Ah! No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just oh, my kidding. goodness. <laughs> I mean, we're trying to make it better. Yeah, but, no. I mean, I think the reality, too, is that rent is going up, yeah. whether it's residential rent or commercial rent. Um, as we see new homes be built, we see older homes be uh, renovated or you know broken down to build larger. Yeah, they homes. do that a lot in College Park. Yeah, there was an article in the Sentinel about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the McMansions. Um, so all of that leads to property right a property value going up, but it means that for those of us that are renters, like we also struggle to maintain the ability to live there. And I'm a renter, so I feel that pressure all the time. And uh, I think for our our small businesses and our nonprofits who are also renters, it can be a, a challenge to maintain your bottom line. And I'm sure that neighborhood is a desirable neighborhood, not just to live, but to operate a business. Totally. But you got to turn a lot of tacos and you sell do. a lot of tequila. So true. To yeah. once again pay that rent. And, and your staff. Yeah, right? and, and your staff, everything all else. that. Yeah. And then you start talking about, like I said, if you have all these different taco restaurants, which are a lot of them are great, and I'm not, I never went there, so they yeah. might have had great tacos too, yeah. but you have a lot of competition, and Definitely. then you got to pay, if the rent is that high, like I said, you got to sell a lot of tacos to stay in business. So Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure something will move in there. It's, Do we know what's moving in no, there yet? No, not, not yet. yet. And they, don't okay. even, they didn't even say why they were closing. Mm. They just sort of closed up and so wow something will move in there i mean it's already kind of ready to go if you want to open a yeah. restaurant and graffiti junction did well there i thought so too i mean this goes back to some of my first places that i went to when i moved here that was another one very when I popular first moved here. yeah and i have one in college park there's one downtown there's one yeah. in thornton park it's yeah. kind of you know whether or not you love graffiti junction you know what you get there you get totally. a, you get burgers you get beer you get sports like it, it's all kind of there uh, we'll see what happens. But like I said, something will open there. I just don't know what. What do you think would do well there? What, well, what would you funny. like to have? I was just thinking that in Thornton Park, um, recently a foot foot massage place no. opened. <laughs> okay. Have you walked past that before? No, no. It's it sounds... like very randomly placed. It's okay. like next to the 7-Eleven. Okay. And one of my uh, <laughs> girlfriends wanted me to go with her there. And oh, I that's was the, so this is the parking lot you can't park in. Correct. Or you'll get your but car towed. Correct, correct. But there's <laughs> a, a foot massage place there now. And they actually really done out the place well. I mean, you don't <laughs> even know. It, it used to, I don't know what it was before, but it's like, you don't think you would see a, any type of foot massage place <laughs> in the middle of Thornton Park. Yeah. But it seems to be doing very well. A I lot mean, of people was, need their foot feet sure, massage. Sure, hey, I, I know, I do. But, <laughs> but yeah, but I think that the the opportunity in our community is kind of endless. Like, I don't think it has to be a, 
um, a food place that no. you can kind of get creative and think of other places. Like you also have the what's that dog shop that's in Thornton Park too? Is it's it Wolf? There. Is Wolf forever? Over there yeah, it's like a little. It's a small business that sells um, like dog treats and okay. does like a, um, different dog care services. So, so yeah, I, I I think we can get a little creative and see what can go there. And of course, like. FYI, our office is here to help. <laughs> All right. If folks are navigating state permits and fees, like give us a holler. Somebody will somebody will swoop in and do something there. I hope so. So we'll see. So yeah. so we're gonna once again stay in that neighborhood. I keep talking about closings. It's not all bad news, I promise. Yeah. But you know, when this happens, we chat about it. So sorry, sushi. That that doesn't roll off the tongue very well. <laughs> sorry, sushi also closed. This yeah. was right around the corner. Uh, if you're familiar with that neighborhood, Soko's right there on the corner. This is between that and Jack's, which is a bar slash sandwich place. That's right. And they've been there since like 2002. What Did was you the ever reason? go there? We're closing. Did you ever go to the sushi place? So one of my favorite sushi places is actually Bakuri Sushi. Ah, yeah. Yeah, so over on Colonial. Yeah, uh-huh. so I'm like a loyal fan over there. Okay. Um, so I, I don't think I ever had a chance that's to That's okay. That's okay. I mean, because I really so wanted to. I don't, I don't berate people for not going to certain places. Only <laughs> I joke about it, but there's just so many places to eat in Orlando. Totally. Like, totally. I, I could eat somewhere different every single and day. And I really am like a creature of habit. So, you know, once I have like a place that I know... We'll have vegan options where we'll be open a certain time where I can go in and out really quickly. Like I tend to kind of just, you yeah, know, that's your place. Time is so limited in my life. Like it's, it can be hard for me to intentionally explore new places because, yeah. you know, I just kind of had to come in and come out. You sometimes. got your Thai place. You got your, your yeah. burger place. You got yeah, your but I gotta, place. I gotta force myself to, you know, take the time to like, and I think my situation too, John, is that I, I have so much in my brain all the time that a, I forgot to eat. Oh, that's so not good. By the time I get hungry, I'm like, oh, gosh, I have to go find something to eat. So I just go to the places that I know. Okay. Right? And I don't take the time to research, like look at Yelp or look at reviews. But I have to be better about it because, A, there's so many amazing places in our district. But, B, I love promoting the small businesses that we visit. So every place I go, I will always do an Instagram post or a highlight or talk to the owner. So you, you know. should bring them a photo of your face <laughs> and then sign it, <laughs> and then you can put it on the wall. Wow, Anna was here. <laughs> you don't see that here in Orlando. You that go to like other so cities and you funny. see like restaurants where they have like celebrities on the wall. Yeah, yeah, that's I wish hilarious. That, I wish they did that here well, somewhere. that's a little bold to call me a celebrity, but well, I, I can I <laughs> call the celebrity, and I don't think I am. <laughs> but I definitely love putting my face on things. So that's, okay. that's Great. I, I, since you brought it up, we'll talk about that. Uh, if, if you're not familiar, last week was the Orlando Pride Week, uh, which was a gay pride parade. Yeah. Uh, I was out of town. I was at a wedding, and Brendan uh, was in the parade. He was if amazing. I'm sure. I don't Such even know if you recognized him, but he had on macrame and heels, and I don't know. I saw the photos. But uh, your face showed up. <laughs> on on some condoms. That's Why don't right. you explain this? That's right. So we got custom made condoms made. Um, I actually designed them myself, and I uh, they were they're regular condoms, but they're in custom packaging. So the packaging had my face on it with rainbows, and it said "You're protected with Rep Escamani." <laughs> and then we also included a hammer, which is one of our trademarks. Yes. And so, uh, and the inside tab had our constituent office number. Nice. So, folks need us for anything, they can give us a call, and we're there to help. Um, and they were super popular. <laughs> I mean, I only ordered 250 of them. That- I ordered them out of my own my own pocket because I didn't want to. You know, spend public money on or campaign money. I wanted just to be something I personally invested in, 
and we were gone when folks were still asking where they were. <laughs> I mean, it was wild. They well, were so popular. Well, hopefully they popular. get used, you know? I hope so, too. <laughs> like, that was one of our our main intent, you know, was not, not only to, um, you know, have some fun with Pride and, and be in the festivities of it all, but really lift up the conversation of, of healthy sexual behavior, of the importance of prevention when it comes to the transmissions of STIs, including HIV, yes. alongside pregnancy prevention. So... It was a great conversation starter for things around sexual health education. So I'm where really does one of. order 250 condoms? So uh, <laughs> Not actually, that I need that you many. Can, you, can, <laughs> you can order bulk condoms in a lot of places. Some Trojan okay. offers bulk condoms. All Your right. Department of Health in Orange County, if you have a reason why you want to pass out free condoms somewhere, you can always reach out to DOH. They really? might be able to hook you up. Yeah, absolutely. I did not know that. Um, uh, actually, so it's funny. When I worked at Planned Parenthood before I ran for office, we would pass out free condoms in downtown Orlando, and we would call ourselves the Condom Commandos, <laughs> and it was you know something it. people loved. And so I, I do think it's important that we break the stigma that, uh, of course, you know, in an age-appropriate way, right? We're very careful yeah. and thoughtful yeah. to um, how we talk about these subjects with folks of different ages. But Pride is a very like adult-friendly environment. And, um, and and it was it was such a exciting opportunity to also break stigma, I think, right? And 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 have courageous conversations around making healthy decisions. Is that and the first so, time you've ever heard of a representative putting their face on condoms? <laughs> it was, but I have to tell you. So you asked, you know, where where do our condoms come from? So the website is sayitwithacondom.com. All right. And it's funny because when I when I reach out to them, they remembered me from my Planned Parenthood days. Oh, they're like, oh, and it's calling. And so, I, so I will say <laughs> that like the, the custom condom family is small. <laughs> and it was funny because most of the feedback we got was positive. I'm sure you got some negative feedback. We did. We did. Breitbart wrote about us, oh. which has, was not something I asked for. Um, it has led to a few like... Uh, blocked calls coming to our office. Yeah, I'm sure you get a lot of that. <laughs> we do, we do. But it's always when it comes in in large numbers when Fox News writes about us or, yeah. or another conservative blog. It's so okay. funny. <laughs> but um, another person in South Florida who has like his own blog made a comment about how you know what's next. Uh, will will she put her face on dildos and, and lube? <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my response was. Uh, I mean, if there's demand for that, we can have that dialogue, you know, and I'm here for the people. So if folks need special lubricant that is uh, branded with their best Anna money, approved. Anna approved, we can talk about it. It's <laughs> funny you say that because, and we don't have a ton of time, but I wanted to say when, when I read the original story, the headline said something like, you know, Anna Escamani's face will appear on condoms. And then, so the first reaction in my head was like, well, like, are they on like the actual? Oh, the condom? actual condom. I was like, how do they do that? And then, <laughs> and then I read it. And I was like, oh, it's on the package. It's the packaging. That, that makes way yeah. more sense. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I don't know if that's even a thing to be honest, but I mean, I mean, you know, technology's ever changing. That's so true. We'll that's see. true. That's awesome though. Two hundred and fifty sold out. In I think we got to get seconds. more. All I think right. we got to get some more. So we'll keep folks posted. All right. So we're gonna take a little break here. Uh, we're here at Ethos Vegan Kitchen. Hang out and so we'll be back in just a few seconds we are here in st pete at alden suites and i'm here with my friend the aptly named sunshine hey miss sunshine hello good morning this is so beautiful here 
Can you tell us what we're looking at? Can we paint a beautiful picture for our listeners? Yes. So we are at the Alden Suites Beachfront Resort, which is celebrating the 50th anniversary this year of their ownership by the Renfro family. So we who are, are right so nice, yeah. Gary and Marianne. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, um, their family bought this back in 1969, and they've made it into this kind of jewel of the beach, and they have the best sunsets. Um, we even had an amazing sunrise this morning. It's a big white sand beach and bright yellow cabanas, and we have this grassy lawn full of happy people and a VW van, VW bus. <laughs> Having granola. So this is the reason that I'm not on the show this week because uh, Anna Esk- and thank you Anna Eskamani for filling in for me, Anna and John. Uh, but Sunshine, we were invited to come check this place out, not really knowing how cool it was going to be. And there's a lot of like families around. Um, I got to stay in an actual beach bungalow, which mm-hmm. was beautiful. And uh, and it's so fun. There's these big bright yellow cabanas out there. Uh, a sand Zamboni is going by right now. <laughs> Cleaning the ice for everybody. Uh, this sand is like beautiful. This is like postcard sand. White sugar sand. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of the dream. I like the side of, the, um, of Florida because it's just more peaceful. Okay. And the waves aren't so crazy. And it's and there's so much beach here that you can have more of, of a ex- relaxing experience without all the crowds. We did a uh, sunset booze cruise last night which was so cool and there were dolphins playing in the wake in front of our boat we pay them extra for that <laughs> what did you pay them with well you know the fishes and stuff and the mermaid was waving so they couldn't resist there's a mermaid staying with us she was playing with the kids in the pool which was so fun there's a donut uh rv in the garden this place is amazing and then there's all these like funky little shops and stuff all around us yeah, and then right around 10 minutes away is St. Pete, St. Petersburg. So there's, you know, nightlife, bars, great food everywhere. We have amazing food right here on the beach, a lot of seafood, and then just pretty much everything you could ever want is, is 10 minutes away in St. Pete. We're doing a little uh, straight trip and day trip roundup uh, for our readers that will follow after this. Uh, so we'll be sharing things about like the Shine Mural Festival, which is happening right now. There's like hundreds of amazing, beautiful public murals downtown. You can just walk around the shops and look at selfie spots. But then, yeah, again, 10 minutes away is this really cool little space, which it's one of those resorts with like like families return to, mm-hmm. which is so cool. We mm-hmm. had those in our family when we were growing up and we'd go down to like Northern Michigan, mm-hmm. hang out in Petoskey. This has that same sort of feel that you can uh, always come back and then the people will know your name. And we have reunions that come back 40 years, uh, one after every single year. And then babies named Alden that were conceived here. What? And yeah, and our suites are, are huge. So people can even stay here for as long as a month. So a lot of people do because they have huge closets and the full kitchen and okay. the living room. So people, even though, you know, you're in the bungalow, which has, but it's a similar space. All of them have a really large living area with closets. So you can kind of move in and enjoy it. And it's they have, pretty quiet yeah. too. Yeah. Like, and there's like, you guys have a really relationship with Publix so I saw so they can deliver groceries mm-hmm. straight to your space and alcohol uh, what I didn't see that <laughs> I would have done that <laughs> uh so cool yeah I've loved every single minute of our stay here we'll be sharing photos later uh Sunshine thanks so much for having us our pleasure. There, where can people find out more information on Alden so aldensweets.com is our website and we have a blog Alden Wow and on on Facebook and Instagram are Alden Sweets and we've been using the hashtag Alden Wow hashtag Alden, Alden Wow and 50. hashtag Alden yeah. Wow 50 for right. that anniversary right. uh, if people want to see the photos that were taken over this weekend 
confirmed. And what else do people know need to know about this place? Well, we are planning a gigantic 1969 themed anniversary party where we have people coming in from all over the world. Um, like a lot of our regulars are going to come up and dress up in hippie outfits, and we're going to have the <laughs> VW van and all the you know. Full on 1969 Summer of Love reenactment here on the beach. We did a really fun 80s party last night and then walked across the street to Snappus. Snappus, which was this like luxe restaurant, right? Yeah. It had some real Snappers. That's a fresh, yeah, Snappers, fresh seafood and steak. And they have another um, 1200 chop house down the street with really good um, steaks. And it's always, it's just right, it's so easy because you there's so much within walking distance. You can have, you never have to drive. A lot of people just fly in, take an Uber here and stay right. for a month. Sunshine, thank you so much. Uh, everybody check out aldensweets.com yes. for more information. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker, and I am joined by Representative Anna Eskimani. It's great to be here. And uh, Brandon O'Connor, who is normally my co-host, isn't here this week. He's on vacation, and so I found a better co-host <laughs> with uh, Representative Eskimani here. I don't know so. about better, <laughs> but I'll do, I'm doing my best. But we're hanging out here at Ethos Vegan Kitchen, talking about all things Orlando and the surrounding bungalow neighborhoods. If you like what you hear, you can listen to some of our previous episodes on iTunes and Google Play, and also go to bungalower.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all the places you get your social media, and you can see what we're up to. So, uh, Anna, I'm sure you've been downtown Orlando before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once or twice. And so there's a <laughs> building that you, that you may have noticed down there. It's the United Trophy Building. This is right across the street from the Orlando Sentinel. Yes, I know it. It's one of the older buildings in downtown Orlando. It's a 90-year-old building, and it's getting renovated. That's exciting. So it... it, it it's, it's kind of exciting because it's, it's one of the oldest businesses in downtown Orlando. Mm. The United Trophy has been there for like 50 years. Yeah. And if you've, if you've driven down Orange Avenue, you've seen it. It has a, a neon sign. It's across the street from, what do they call it now, Firestone Live? or They've, yes. they've changed the name about so 100 times. times. Yeah. But it's right across the street from the Sentinel. And so it's getting a, a complete makeover. The facade is. And uh, it's like a three- uh, there's a new owner. The person who bought it, they paid almost $4 million for the property. Oh, wow. And they're, they're kind of updating it, and uh, they're kind of is adding Is United it. Trophy still going to be there? Yes. So okay. good question. So United Trophy is still going to be there. I okay. think their footprint is going to shrink a little bit. Mm. I, I, I guess a lot of people order trophies because, I mean, they do pretty well over there. <laughs> totally, yeah. But it's that's a, it's like a the 20, trophy place. It's a 22,000-square-foot building. It's kind of in an Art Deco style mm -hmm. if you really kind of look at it. And so they're going to keep some of that stuff some of those elements so they're not going to totally yeah. make it look different but yeah. uh part of the renovation hopefully will include some new office not office spaces but storefronts for either businesses okay. or small business or small like uh hopefully retail we'll see yeah but the the people that own it they are the people that are behind foxtail the the place that owns the foxtail uh -huh. here in winter park so yeah. the people that kind of redid that building same people that are doing this building. Okay. So if, if you're familiar with the Foxtail and Winter Park, mm -hmm. I don't remember what that used to be. I think it used to be an auto repair shop. I think it was. And yeah, I think it was. This was years ago. You would pass it and you know it just looked like a, a kind of a dumpy <laughs> a dumpy uh, storefront, but they've turned that into a really cool space over there oh, yeah. with like outdoor seating. Families and, and are there all the time. All Young people, yeah. like folks of every age. And so if they can do something like that over where United Trophy is, 
was it, it'll be it'll be really cool because I, I worked at the Sentinel for five years. That's right. And kind of that part of Orange, Orange Avenue, it, there's not a ton to do over there. Yeah. And and I think that's part of downtown that hopefully we'll see some some life. I guess. Yes. Yes. No. I I, I agree with that. It's. It's interesting, too, because I think that's a one-way road, right? It is. And there's research that speaks to how one-way roads can actually make it very difficult for businesses to succeed. I believe it. Because folks drive super fast and they're not able to see, you know, what are those storefronts. And so I do think we're going to be really intentional in, in lifting up those businesses when they open, making sure folks know uh, that it's there, you know, and hopefully it adds to the, the vision of walkability in our communities. But because there are new apartments there as well. Oh, there's, well. there's a yeah. lot. I mean, I go back to when I first started at the Sentinel in 2010 and there weren't that many apartment complexes there. In mm-hmm. the last 10 years since it's I've lived here, out. there's been a, a lot of new development. And On both are, sides of Colonial. Yeah, yeah, and there's new restaurants. I mean, uh, Reyes opened up when Citrus closed down. Um, there's there's some other ones over there, but when you think of downtown Orlando, it sort of stops at like Livingston. If you're totally. if you're walking on Orange, totally. I mean, by the time you get to like the courthouse, there ain't much there ain't yeah. much left to go to to walk to. Yeah. So, but there is at like the north quarter. I mean, you got like Credo, you got mm-hmm. Reyes, mm-hmm. you got uh, La Dufange. Am I saying that right? I'm not cheese, sure, yeah, but it's cheese store. Delicious, yeah. They haven't opened yet, but they yeah. they they were in East End Market, or mm-hmm. they still are, That's and they're right. moving downtown. That's right. And so, but but to connect those two. We haven't got there yet. And yeah. so hopefully as more and more things fill in, you might have like a true, uh, I guess, uh, North Quarter and downtown can, can become one. Yeah, a reason for folks across the street, right? And, and I think you're right about the, the one-way street. And I think Brandon and I have talked about this where they, they, they're looking into making that a two-way street mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. over there. But it might be several years in before the, they do in it. In the long term. Yeah. But I think you're right. And, and I think you're also right that sometimes people are like, you know what? I, I don't know how to get there. It's one way. I don't know how to I turn I don't want to park far. I don't. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Well, you know what? At least our our Sentinel reporters will maybe have some more food options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I worked there, it was uh, there's there's a New York Deli right there on the corner. Oh yeah, that's right. That, that's about it. I did mean, you have a cafeteria in that building too. It's a big building. They did. Wow. So uh, if if you don't know, there's fewer people that work there <laughs> than there, there used to be. Are you saying that yes. newspapers are kind of struggling right now? Uh, it's just there's are just you, not are as you many people. people to subscribe to. No, their I'm local a subscriber. Paper? I, I am too. Yeah, yeah. We both we're subscribe to your local. Paper. Please do, please do. <laughs> but uh, they used to have a cafe in there that oh, was. Wow. I think Nature's Table was in there. I, I don't think they are anymore. I could be wrong, but so a lot of those folks have to go out to eat, which is fine. There's there's some spaces, but hopefully we'll get some more things over there. All right, moving on. A uh, bunny cafe. What do you think about that? A pop up bunny I, cafe. So I'm excited. Anything <laughs> with creatures, I love. I'm so, here for it. So the Orlando Rabbit Care and Adoptions. Did you know that existed? Now I do, <laughs> and I really want to know more. <laughs> so they're gonna they're they're teaming up with the Nook, which is on Robinson. Love in the, the Nook. In the Milk District. Big fan of the Nook. Love their sodas. This is the second Orlando pop up bunny cafe. This is gonna be on November 9th wow. from noon to four. 
And so what you can do, you can go meet some furry bunnies over there and hold them and greet them and Aww. hopefully adopt them. That's amazing. And, uh, yeah, they're going to have food food trucks there and uh, some drinks and things like that. But, I don't know, it's kind of a fun thing. And you, you see these cat cafes. And and another one's a cat cafe is opening in the district as yeah, well. The, the Kitty Beautiful. Kitty Beautiful. I, yeah, I'll be it, at the ribbon cutting. Oh, has it opened yet or not yet? Uh I think it has. I think it's, but they have a ribbon cutting later. Yeah, you're doing yeah, the official I'll one. I'll be at the ribbon cutting. How are they going to do that? Are they going to? Uh, you know what? I really hope it's cats who cut the ribbon, to be <laughs> honest, and then play with it when they're done. I was going to say, after you cut it, maybe they'll all the cats will start <laughs> jumping around. So, yeah, they I like they own the street, so it's all theirs. I like these things where you can kind of come and, and hold an animal and then it's they very soothing. get you to adopt it. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the, the, that's what they want you to do. Get, they want you to adopt uh, help it. These, help these little critters find a home. So it's free if you want to go at the Nook, November 9th. It's a Saturday, noon to four. Have a beer, hold a bunny, have some fun. <laughs> so, so we are in Winter Park, your district. Mm-hmm. You get to, do you get like special privileges being the Never. representative? No. Do you wear like a crown? I sometimes think I do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would if I was, no, if I was I representative. No, I do wear my ribbons every day. Okay. I wear my rainbow ribbon. You and should my, wear a sash. My, a sash. That says representative. Super extra. <laughs> but if someone gave me one, you know, if it's there, it's there. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I, I do my best actually to, you know, reject special treatment and give as much as I can back to this sweet town. Um, but I definitely, I definitely think that you know, I'm so lucky to have the opportunity to get to know all the nooks and crannies of our district. Yeah. You have and a so twin, right? I do have a twin sister. Yeah. Does, does she ever does she ever pretend she's you? So she doesn't <laughs> intentionally do that, but yeah. people often think she is. And I'll tell you, my sister, <laughs> she definitely frequents more of like the nightlife than I do. And I think everyone thinks that she's me. Oh. So she's at like Southern Nights. She's at um, <laughs> Guest House. And I'm there sometimes too, but... There's so many fo- folks who are like, I, you know, thanks for being our rep. It's, yeah, you're it's, like, send drinks over. <laughs> I'll take them. It's so funny. I love her. <laughs> she's um, she's a rock star. Folks don't know. She's very involved in politics as well. And she's a, a, a really incredible advocate for yeah. different social issues. And so, yeah, <laughs> she's a queen. So here in Winter Park, your district, the Winter Park's talking about acquiring the downtown post office. When I say downtown, I mean the downtown Winter Park post yes, office. Yes, if, uh, if you're not familiar, it's kind of, uh, it's in de- it's in Winter Park's park. It's like yeah. their central park. It's a great place for an into people too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah you they walk got- in that post office, you see the whole town. <laughs> it's great. They have a bunch of, uh, they have a really cool mural on the outside they of do. it. It's, it's like beautiful. a mosaic mural. And I've done, um, I've actually done food drives at the Winter Park post office. All right, all right. Yeah, like um, with Second Harvest Food Bank and the and the. Union postal workers. So they've been wanting to maybe do this since 2010, at least according to Brennan. And they kind of put it on hold in 2015. But the city wants to take that land and expand the park. Yes. And uh, I, I, I guess they met with met with some folks earlier this week or they had a commission meeting. I wasn't there, so I don't know exactly <laughs> what happened. But the discussion's out there that they want to possibly take yeah. this part and expand the park. I don't know how that works because I know post offices are federal, so you would have to go through the U.S. government to figure out how to do that. A lot of layers to it. I mean, there's been a lot of conversations um, with the post office that I go to off Mills and Colonial of that one actually closing eventually and and being relocated. Um, And I will say the, the Winter Park post office... Beautiful post office, but there there is a lot of space there. I think that is underutilized. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. I mean, the, the park, they do a lot of events in winter parks. They call it Central Park, right? I'm not they making do. that up. Okay. Yeah, it's called Central Park. Yeah, so and it's beautiful. It really is um, the heart of the community. Yeah, I know Cows and Calves is a big event that Four Rivers puts on. We had our, uh, peace, our, our peace Day celebrations there with the Valencia Peace and Justice Institute ah, a okay. few weeks ago. Yeah. So, but I... I don't know how that'll all work out. I mean, it's not as simple as we want the land, we want to do this, because like I said, it's going to have to go through a federal level, and then they got to build another post office. And public commentary as well, and ensuring that the public supports the initiative. Because, like, where do you put it? Where do you put it in Winter Park? Like, do you take land from somewhere else? Well, and I thought part of the conversation was um, to keep some of the post office there, but to... uh, not have like the distribution piece to it because like i mentioned it's a a really big post office and it has a lot of parking for like just postal cars and and when we did the food drive there i mean we utilized the dock um to actually you know collect food and organize the food so i think that that's what the conversation was also around was just making the the footprint of the post office smaller to then expand um, into it. You're right, and so I should have read <laughs> I should have read that story a little closer. So it says keeping the retail portion of the post office in the central bis- there business we go. district. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean right there. I mean, at least according to this, it could be it could be moved somewhere else. But it says Correct. moving the distribution portion Correct. of the post office outside the CBD. So Correct. that makes sense to me. Correct. But Correct. but like I said, it's still going to be a lot of layers. It's not just as simple as we want to move time. this thing. I yeah. Mean, and and public commentary, which I I'm, I'm pretty sure there was public commentary at at the city commission meeting. Um, and I, you know, I'm someone who really believes in, in co-governance and uh-huh. everyday people be engaged in the process. So share your thoughts, contact your Winter Park commissioners, contact Winter Park mayor. Yeah, whatever you do, they're going to have to have parking is going to be a big thing. Cause totally. I, I mean, anybody who lives in Central Florida, especially if you live here in Winter Park, you, you, you don't want to give that up because... Nobody wants to park on the street to run into the post well, office. That's why we need more public transit. No, I, 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 I agree on get, that. I want to get on SunRail and get to the post office and back in a timely fashion. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we and can talk evenings, 45 minutes on that. And on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll talk a little more good news this time. Okay. There's some new owners in College Park at the College Park Cafe. Aww, have you ever been there? I have. So I've this been to like, all the diners <laughs> in College Park. I love the diners in College so Park. This one's on Edgewater. It's been there for forever mm-hmm. there's a new family that that bought it uh it's kind of between princeton and it across the street from kind of graffiti junction it's yeah. right there kind of in quote-unquote downtown college park yeah and uh the cafe's been there forever it's probably been there for 40 years or something like that but a new new family bought it they're actually cuban How so they've exciting. introduced some some cuban fare into their oh, into their menu so cool. we need more of that for sure definitely but apparently they're keeping some of the classics like pot roast and meatloaf and all that yeah i haven't been there in years i'll, I'll be honest i i went there once with a buddy of mine this was years ago i wasn't super impressed by it i have mm. this thing that like I feel like it's pretty hard to mess up breakfast. <laughs> so if you like mess up breakfast, I can oh. go like a hundred other places that don't mess yeah, up breakfast. Yeah, understood. Yeah. And so uh, when I went last time, they, they sort of, it just wasn't that great. Mm. And so now that a new family has bought it and they've opened check, it up too. You should like, check it out again. I will. I will. They've sort of brightened it up. They've, they've cleaned it up. I think they've put in like new tile, new tables. So I think I love diners. I love diners. Yeah. And I think Orlando needs more of them. But I also will say I think they need to stay open later. Definitely. Definitely. There's something uniquely American about 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 diners. You yeah. Know? A cool place to get 
some pancakes, some, um, you know, if you're, uh, oh my goodness, hash browns. Love hash browns. I do too. Any shape or form, given to me. <laughs> I like them a little crispy on top, but a little soggy. You know, in the my, middle. one of my weaknesses is tater tots. Oh, I, I do like a tater tots. Sucker for tater tots. I like home fries too. Ooh, yeah. But definitely. I like hot sauce on all those things. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. All right, free trees. You like free trees? I do like free trees. So if you live in the city of Orlando, you can get a free tree, and they'll they'll they'll. I'm pretty sure they bring it to you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I want to mention for our listeners that planting trees is great taking on carbon emissions. Yes. And been a lot of research and um, and actually national campaigns to plant more trees. So so they have, you can get two free trees if you live in the city limits. And here's the trees. They have four different flavors Ooh. of trees here. Persimmon. Am I saying that right? <laughs> I Persimmon. Think you are. Yeah. Keep going. Tea olive. Aw. Chinese pistache. Dahoon Holly. So you can get these. I, you just need to go to, I don't know, just type in Free Trees and Orlando. I'm sure you'll find your it. your residency, right? Yeah, like and they'll, they'll bring you a tree and, and you can plant it in your yard. Now, if you are going to do this, don't plant it underneath a power line <laughs> because in 20 years, <laughs> they're gonna, from John. Yeah, they're going to make you chop it down. Yeah. Don't plant it right next to your house because the roots are going to go under your house. Totally. Like, don't, don't do stupid things with your tree. <laughs> Put them somewhere where it can grow because <laughs> here's the thing, Anna. <laughs> when it comes to trees... They grow up. <laughs> are you are you speaking from experience? No, I I, I am a little <laughs> bit because I uh, I've just heard the stories of what happens when you plant them in oh. dumb places mm-hmm. because you have to take them out. So yeah. plant them somewhere do that smart. To your tree. Yeah, we don't want to take it out. Yeah, I want to yeah. let it grow for generations. So go get a free tree if you live in the city of Orlando. And honestly, if you go to like an event that the city's hosting. They'll give you a tree. You don't. You don't always have to prove it. I think. <laughs> I've been to some of the like like when they do Earth Day Are you celebrations. A crazy free tree fraud right well, now. Well, I'm John? saying I'm saying if we can plant trees. <laughs> if you live in Orange County, just do it. Yeah, it, get just yourself do it. a tree. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we don't have a ton of time. So I want to go over some of the events that are going on this weekend. Probably the biggest event is Immerse 2019. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with Immerse, it takes over all of downtown Orlando. There's more than a thousand artists, performing artists from all over Central Florida, dance troops and 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 just everything. Anything that has to do with art takes over the streets of downtown Orlando. It's all free. There are some tickets, but uh, you can also just kind of go for free and wander around. Cool. They I have love, these. I love the art, so it's good to see it. Have you been know. to Immerse before? I have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah last year. I, 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 I love this event because it really started off as just, hey, let's do something cool in Orlando yeah. with Cole Neesmith. And he sort of turned it into this huge event that takes over the streets. And it's, th- it's Friday night and Saturday night. Just go downtown. You really can't miss it. Totally. One of the big events on Saturday is the Blue Man Group. Oh, They're going to perform downtown. I and I think, it's, I think it's a great idea because I think it gets people that might be like, well, I don't know what this is and I don't know who these performers are. But if you see that name, you're like, oh, I know who that is. Yes, and then yes. you get to discover all these other things. Yes. And also, you know, try to keep the attention to downtown versus uh, more of the tourism corridors, which yeah. aren't always accessible to 
Central Floridians because it can be kind of far. Parking yeah. costs money and things like that. All so. of those things. All yeah. right. So uh, also the Crooked Can Oktoberfest. This is outside of our district, our bungalow district, but I like Winter Garden and I like the, the Crooked <laughs> Can Brewery. Up and yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got a, they got a whole weekend festival. Go out to that. Saturday is the Oktoberfest Pub Crawl in Mills Fifty in Ivanhoe. It's awesome. uh, uh, 1010 Brewing, GB's Bottle Shop, Brass Tap, Hammer Lamb, uh, Grape and Grains, 15 bucks. Go there. Money goes to the Covenant House of Florida. On oh, Saturday, great. also at 6 p.m., is the Evening Exchange at East End. 35 different vendors selling all their local goods. I love it. Goods. That's awesome. And uh, one-year anniversary, anniversary of Ivanhoe Park Brewing. Yeah, so they're gonna have some fun stuff. Great spot. That's on Sunday. Go over there and check that out. Wow, one year. I went to their opening. That's wild. I I was there. I think the next day. I think Buddy Dyer cracked a keg on the opening. I missed that. Time goes by fast. And uh, there's some some paranormal investigations at the Art and History Museum in Maitland. Animatronics is doing a double feature, which is a, a, a great show that they did at Fringe. There's a concert at the Dr. Phillips Center, the Disney concert, Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, and I'm sure there's a million other things, but we <laughs> ran out of time. Thank you, Representative Escamane, for Aww, hanging out. It's great to be here. We, Thanks uh, for the invite. We will, uh, we'll be back next week. Maybe Brendan will still be on vacation, and you will be my <laughs> permanent co-host. Oh, my goodness. But thank so you. funny. <laughs> thank you, Ethos Vegan Kitchen, for having us, and we will see you next week. Can't wait.